Hi, folks. You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in sweltering Southern California, and that gentleman out there sunning his buns. <laughs> Matt Metris in Rochester, New York, and it's kind of warm here today, too. It's about it, 90. Yeah, well, yeah, our, but you have the humidity on top of that. You can see uh, his his uh, sunglasses. Those are sunglasses that were courtesy of this, Kechol. Kechol, Gesundheit. That's German. Yeah, this is a um, a new line of Sotol that uh, that it just came on the market. It's It's got some really flashy uh, marketing, and you can see this bottle is kind of really nice. It's a really beautiful bottle. I love how thin it is, right? It's thin and tall. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's oval. I mean, look mm -hmm. at that. You know, it's it's got uh, it's got. I I he got the sunglasses and the and the. I got I got a bumper sticker. I mean, that's kind of cool. I did get the sunglasses. I'm just not wearing them. Uh, I I wanted I wanted Matt to wear them so you could see all his ring lights in this studio. Um, so yeah, so you see all his all his lighting, and I have like this halogen that's creating heat. Um, but anyway, so we're going to. Um, try it. we're going to dissect this brand new sotol sotol is going to be the next biggest thing 100%. there's a lot of controversy going on with sotol there's a lot of um uh opportunity with sotol uh there's a couple of distillers in texas who are uh producing one is producing it the way it should be done the other one uh maybe not so much uh but anyway uh, we'll get into all the ins and outs while we go through this. I, I just want to let you know that this one is at 45 and a half ABV. Mm -hmm. This is distilled from the Dazzlerian Wheelery uh, uh, strain or variety of, of Sotol. If you're not familiar with what Sotol looks like, it is considered, it's called Desert Spoon. You can, you can plug that into any of your um, uh, Google analytics or, or in school and and you'll find pictures of it it grows everywhere in the southwest i know that grows in, in new mexico where i where i used to live um here in in southern california actually up in uh, ventura and santa barbara county uh they they grow it on the hillsides as um uh ground cover so that uh so that it prevents landslides when yeah. there's fires or or more likely rain um and it's all over up and down ventura county so you've seen it it's there uh, one of the more famous um uh national parks i think is big bend in uh in el paso near el paso and it's famous for its desert views and it's got sotol everywhere yeah. uh so cool looking plant too yeah it's it's it requires very little of any water so it's very um in New Mexico, you know, they've, they've been in a drought for like forever and they do a lot of xeriscaping is what they call it mm -hmm. in, in New Mexico where it's just, you know, cactus and things that require very little water. Okay. And we're headed for that in California. So uh, anyway, um, I'm, I'm, Sotol is one of my favorite Me too. Um, Mexican distillates. I was, uh, I was exposed to that by uh, a very famous, very prominent uh, Sotol distilling family. And they've been friends of mine ever since. So we're going to go with Kechol. And this is the Dazzlerian Wheelery. I'm pouring some in my Stazzo Jarrito for Mezcal, because that's what it's for. Yeah. Um, 
it has got a wider mouth surface, so it doesn't require a lot of um, uh, doesn't require um, a lot of a sample lingering bubble on there. And I don't know if you can see that on my screen, but nice legs and tears. Wow, beautiful, super clingy. Generally speaking, from what I've had, I've had we've had several Sotols, uh, and actually uh, myself and and um, uh, a few of the TJs have had some Sotols and, and really we enjoy, I, I gotta say it's of all the plants, when you, when we talk about Torar, of all the plants that, that, um, exemplify what Torar is, I think the Sotol plant really gets it because we've had so far, we've had, I've had Sotol from Chihuahua. I've had Sotol from Durango. Uh, there are three states where you where you can make it: uh, a ch a Chihuahua, Durango, and I forget what the other one is right now. I'm sorry. I'll I'll get it when we do the second. <laughs> when we do the second one. Yeah, yeah the there's such one. a wide variety of flavor profiles too that we see uh, in Sotols, and I, I think this might be the first one you and I have done together, Mike. But, but you've I, had some before. I have quite a collection of Sotols. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, those of you who are in the, who are in the desert Southwest, if you haven't had Sotol, you're missing out. Uh, I literally say it is, you know how in the Southwest and, and, and Matt, you've been, you were in Arizona last year. So you know mm -hmm. what it's like during monsoon weather, which we're having here in California, surprisingly, um, you can literally smell rain before it hits, before it gets to your location. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's that smell of fresh rain, you know, coming at you before you actually see the rain or before you actually get any rain. Um, it's wet cement. You get plant. You get you know the different microclimates in the in the Southwest um, really exemplify uh, are exemplified within this plant, and and it's a sustainable plant. You don't. It's not like uh, agave where you uproot it and you have to plant the little the the, the babies the uh, the offshoots. This plant it's a bulb, and so literally when you harvest it. The roots stay in the ground, and it starts to, and it's going to grow itself again. So it's a it's a completely sustainable uh, industry that requires little or no water. So, ah, oh, wow, holy cow! Oh, I'm going to like this one. Hmm. Trying to, there's so much happening at once. I'm trying yeah. to. <laughs> I know we're for those of you who are to it. For those of you who are listening to us on the podcast, we're gonna we're trying to formulate the words. Okay, so bear with us. Definitely smell of, of desert. You get earth. You get mm -hmm. uh, plant. Generally, these are 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 fermented with fibers, mm -hmm. uh, like like some mescal, like some ancestral mescals, or and even artisanal mescals are fermented with the fibers on top. Yeah, I get a lot of plant. I agree with you. It's very. It's green. It's very. It's very mm -hmm. green also. And you know I what? Really, For... I really had to shift my mind out of that tequila mindset too. You know, yeah. You look, get used to doing these tequila tastings, and you set up that profile in your brain. You're like, this nothing's computing. <laughs> you got to reboot. Well, even even mescals because because mm -hmm. you know that's still an agave. This is not. This is a. Um, what is it more related to? I want to not asparagus is it asparagus i, I think yeah uh there's some 
some of it called Agave Say, but that's incorrect. That is not the, the, the family that it belongs to. Call it Agave Adjacent. Yeah, that's that's a good way of escaping. <laughs> some, that's a good, good way of putting that off, right? Getting some spiciness on here too. Are you like maybe a, a it, pepper of some kind or we just broke the seal on these and I and I'm I don't know why I'm having a hard time for it to, to open up. It's very subtle. Mm -hmm. And I'm finally getting a little bit of alcohol. I mean, I was getting even alcohol. I was just trying to Yeah, very little alcohol for especially for being uh you know, 45 plus percent. Yeah. I don't know who the hand of the maker is on this. There's there's only so many sotoleros out there. Uh, the the one that I'm familiar with primarily is the the, the um, uh, Hakis family out of Hanos, Chihuahua. Mm -hmm. uh, so. And I know he has his hand in a couple of brands. He, he does private labeling for a couple of them, but you can always tell the hand of the maker just, just by the, the flavor profile. It's weird how that, how that happens. And I'm not as versed. I, I wish we, we're going to get, we're going to start to see a lot more of these coming up. All right. Literally uh, I was told not too long ago that um, um, Lenny Kravitz is involved with a brand. Really? So tall. Yeah. Who knew, right? I mean, we know we know how we feel about celebrity tequilas. So hopefully that's not. Well, yeah, but you know, negative. Lenny, Lenny's a, he's a little different. He's he's yeah. what I would call a mystic in, in the music world, kind of like Bob Marley and Ziggy Marley. They were they were mystics in, in musical mystics. And I and I believe that. You know, even Prince can be considered a mystic. Mm. Um, I just, I, I, so anyway, that's what I heard. I'm not exactly sure which, where, he, which brand he's associated with. It could be this one. I, I don't know. Yeah. Anything? <clears throat> Go for it. Yeah, I think we better, we better dive in because I'm, I'm, it's very subtle, very not, mm -hmm. it's unfamiliar to me because I've had, for instance, um, uh, uh, the other company that is involved, the Marfa Spirits Company, is the one that's doing a joint with the Hakis family in in Mexico. We've had I've had Chihuahuan Desert Sotol, and very very Chihuahuan, but they're also going to produce a a Texas version in this, and they're going to produce it, distill it in the state of Texas with with um, uh with Jacob Hakis, um, at, you know, supervising and, and doing it, but in on the Texas side of it. So I need to dive in. I'm not getting yeah, a lot. Gosh. It's very subtle, which is weird for me. So let's dive in and see if we get anything. Mm. <clears throat> oh my God. Mm -hmm. Wow, this is glorious. Yeah, a ton of plant. Um, a lot of sweetness in it, like a um, sweet vegetation. There's some pepper kick on the front of my tongue at the end. Yeah, yeah. Finish is relatively short, but like my tongue is um, feeling it instead of in my esophagus. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a lighter, considering it's got some nice legs and tears, it's, it, the, the body and the structure is a lot silkier 
mm-hmm. than I than I thought. I thought we were going to get a lot more structure, and, and that's okay. It's all right because uh, Chihuahuan Desert Sotol is very silky. It's it's almost very light, and yet all all of it happens on the flavor, you know. Well, on that yeah. second sip, I got a lot more finish on that. But the first on the one, second one, right down, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a much longer finish than you think it is. It's it's very mm-hmm. deceiving. Yeah, it really is. Mm. Yeah, there's earth, there's plant, and and if you've ever had sotol, you know that the plant is very distinctive, very different from any of the agave plants. Agave tends to be beefier. It tends to be deeper. Uh, and by the way, these are pit roasted. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not getting any smoke. Are you? Mm-hmm. Definitely has that heat that we that we see frequently with um, you know pit roasted mezcals, but nothing like no no smokiness over the top smokiness. <clears throat> I'm getting a little bit of um, licorice or like anise on the on the back end. <clears throat> Pleasant retro nasal, mm-hmm. all that plant and the fibers. I, you know, what I love about the Sotol is that some mezcals and riceas, because uh, for some reason, when they're fermented with, with the fibers, you get that fibrousness, you get that denseness uh, it, within, the, within the, uh, the, the juice. This was very light. Mm-hmm. And this, I know it's fermented with, with uh, the fibers on top. Um, and yet it's still this light. Yeah, yeah, really. So, so all the flavor profiles really in the in all of it that happens is in in the mouth, in the mm-hmm. mouth feel. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a great finish! Holy cow! Mm. We've had a few sotols this year. I haven't done this many with with Matt. Uh, primarily with uh, oh, there's Earth. I got Earth on that one. I mean, earthy, uh, like dirt, like, uh, and I can't even call it wet cement because I know these are, these are, um, uh, again, they're not giving us a whole lot of how they're crushing it. Uh, uh, some of these are crushed, you know, with a Tawana. Some of these are, are hand crushed. Uh, some of these are shredded. Yeah, they do say shredded in the uh, production notes here. Um I got you want do you want to hear the production? Yeah, now? please. Uh so uh averaging 15 years of maturation, the pinos weigh 65 to 70 pounds. Yep. Harvested by proprietary coas, stronger than the ones you might see used to harvest blue agave. Um yeah, they're called axes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh cooked in a volcanic rock pit oven uh for three days. Shredders used to shred the fibers, uh natural fermentation with cultivated yeast and then double distilled in ah so it's wait natural fermentation with cultivated yeast yeah it's a little bit of a uh that that's a that's a that's like an oxymoron yeah word salad i was gonna say (laughs) yeah word salad okay now here's here's the thing that's probably why it's coming across much lighter um if it's natural fermentation, what I think what they mean is it's open air fermentation mm-hmm. because that's generally how it's done in pine vats. I'm hoping that that is the case. I mean, I have yet to have one in a stainless steel vat, 
Right. Uh, I know. I know that some fermentation happens, like in a, um, what I call below ground. Um, um, I think. I think the the Hakkas family has one where it it's it's like a, a a concrete pool, you know, and it's deep, and then that's where the fermentation happens. So it's not necessarily a a wooden vat, but it's a it's like a concrete, very. I mean it's well seasoned. I mean, that's how they've been doing it for a long time, but it's, but it, it, I, I guess after the crushing, they use gravity and it just kind of, it's easily poured in yeah. from where they're crushing it to this underground, what looks like an under, uh, you know, an in-ground pool. Um, and they have several in this like warehouse and that's open air. Uh, and I, to my knowledge, they're not using any proprietary yeast. If these folks are using proprietary yeast, I when they say if it's if it's cultivated from the plant itself, like uh, El Tesoro does, yeah. that's their that's their proprietary yeast made from their own plants. And I missed a big word here, Mike. <laughs> I was reading it: natural fermentation without without the use of oh, proprietary okay. cultivated yeast. All right, so that was right. my fault. But, that was my fault. No, but you scared me on that one because if I was just about to say, if they're going to use proprietary yeast, that's champagne yeast. Yeah. And I don't see that here because that champagne yeast tends to leave a, a mark, a stamp on the plant. On the, you know, and I never do this. I'm going to have to, I'm going to get a, a, a second pour. Because this thing that. is for 45.5 ABV. It's really light, folks. Mm -hmm. This is Saturday, a Saturday afternoon while we're recording this. So we can do a little extra drinking today. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we're actually... Uh, we're actually filming this at the end of June, toward the, the end of June and beginning of July. And both Matt and I are July babies. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to celebrate our birthdays a little bit early <laughs> with uh, some Sotol. So uh, I, I turn 27 next week. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I'm prematurely gray. Me too. Uh, I, I don't do what Matt does and, you know, use a use Grecian formula for your beard. I, I just, I just decided, you know what? I can't, I can't do that. So. You know what the trick is, is I shaved this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I'm lucky, I'm lucky if I can get five minutes to put my face in front of a razor. So, I think today I'm actually going to have time to have to have my, my monthly scar. Cause I get like one, one day a month where I can carve out some time. I had another event this morning that I had to look nice for and dress. Uh, oh, you're doing that crypto for, stuff again. Just for tequila aficionado. Are, are you doing, are, are you, did, oh, no, you went to a graduation. Yeah, I went to a graduation. Ah, okay. I had to be in a graduation. Though. Matt is such a civic-minded guy. And he's famous. And, you know, you for those of you who, who uh, you know, are into cryptocurrency, he's your guy. You've probably already seen him in some of his you know, this guy spoke to people in front of a packed room in Vegas. Um, so you're you're kind of like in your own, like me. I'm a little, I'm famous, kind of like in my own little circle. Minor, 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 minor. Celebrity. Minor, yeah, I know. <laughs> actually, actually, Matt's more famous for his tequila knowledge <laughs> about his cryptocurrency. Possible, because the market's going to die on that. Okay, and and NFT. Don't get me get me started on NFTs. Yeah, you know you what? See, there was a, there I, was a te tequila NFT. There um, is, yeah. And I almost there was one that came with a bottle, 
And like I looked up, I, I forget which which distillery it's was Patron. It Patron has there. it. And I was just like, yeah, it wasn't worth 150 bucks, so yeah. I didn't buy it. But yeah, I, I, I there's a mescal that's doing it too, actually. And you know, um, what you I, know what I love? You know what the NFT stands for, right? What's that? Not fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we're not on cable. I can go ahead and say that, <laughs> that word. Uh, Al, our our friend friend of the show, Alan Camarena, is a huge NFT guy. He he makes NFTs and sells them online, and we've had some good discussions about it. There's not a lot of tequila and NFT overlap, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, it's not fucking there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, and it's just like this flavor profile. It's like it's, it's an NFT. It's an NFT in your glass because it's. I'm expecting more denseness in yeah. this glass and i'm not getting it but, and not that not that i'm put off i'm surprised yeah it is i really different. am because i'm expecting more character this is a really dangerous this is the dangerous sotol catch mm -hmm. be careful mm -hmm. this you can go through a half a bottle and not know it challenge accepted <laughs> <laughs> Here's, here's some of the I didn't lose the POS for once. That yeah, like. I know. And and for once we got POS. Yeah, that's true too. We never get any of this stuff. Normally and, we get and, almost and on nothing. The back, it tells you what the flavor profile is. I will say, Matt, that for a Sotol, this is very sweet. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing that hit me was the sweetness. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, it, the Sotol plant does have to take 12, 15 years where they can they can harvest it. It won't gather any character otherwise. It is, again, I think very indicative of what the term tawar really means. And it's this plant. This plant does it. where it, it absorbs where it's been in whatever microclimate it's been. And I would love to see more California Sotol. I want to see wine country Sotol because it's here. Mm -hmm. I want to see, you know, I've had Texas so tall i've had it from uh, genius uh, genius liquids that really makes it old school all right i know the guy um i've i've interviewed him we're we're in discussions all the time he he has really taken a page from sotoleros and and he's got that old soul where he just wants to do it right and texas Sotol smells and tastes like texas prairie Mm -hmm. It does. So that's why I'm kind of interested to taste the next one because it'll be Texanum. That's yes. the other strain. I, I've had I've had other ones that are very gamey. Um, there's another Dazzlerian. Uh, and I can't, I'm, I'm not a botanist, so bear with me. There's like three different, oh, uh, Leo Film is another variety of Sotol. And Leofilum that I've had is much gamier. And I've even had Sotol that is outside a denomination of origin, and it's, it's called Palmia. And that's even more gamey. It tastes more like palm. I mean, literally, it's, it's like very fibrous, very dense. It's got more denseness than this one done. This, this is a very light, enjoyable. Okay, you're a cocktail guy. What are you going to Can you put this in a cocktail? You, I mean, the the it, it looks like the price point's about sixty dollars, which is limiting, cost prohibitive, right? Yeah, when you're building a cocktail, but at home, 
Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I, you know, I, I would drink it neat probably, but maybe, um, the first thing that pops in my mind is pineapple. Oh, okay. Um, and then go in some direction like that with it, but I would have to. I would say you're right. Something, something tropical as opposed yeah. to, um, um, more in the dried fruit, you know, dates and, and, and cherries. It doesn't, it doesn't do that, but yeah, tropical fruit. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I know I oh, say, I always say I'll try it and report back and then I just end up drinking it all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, I loved it. I think it's a brand of promise in the, in the Sotol category. I, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to get you these. You watch. It's going to show up in, in, in the mail. You're going to get one of these and an ice cream stick. And I'm going to have one milk half from it. And it's going to be nice. You know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> by, by 2024, I'll have a. a no, it's sooner than that. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's on my agenda now. Um, I think it's lovely. I think it's much lighter, folks. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a Sotol fiend like I am, and we've had a few this year, uh, myself and Jason, uh, our, our TJ in Arizona, we, we've had a couple already this year. And each one has been different. Uh, one that tasted like it was distilled, like, like they threw in the, the, the heads back into the second distillation. Hmm. And it was... It was more citrusy. It was weird. It, it's like it had this, it wasn't funky. When, when that happens, usually in distillation, it, it, sometimes the, the end result gets funkier, like a, mm -hmm. uh, like a Monte Lobos, the original Monte Lobos with Espadín. They did that and it came out funky, so funky that it tastes like old socks. Okay. Mm. And <clears throat> the one that we had this year from uh, Casa Medanos or Medanos, I think, Medanos. Anyway, um, that one tasted like it had, they had run the, the, the heads back in the, in the second distillation. And it was like citrus. It was like orange or grapefruit. It was really odd. And the, the, the Soto, in the Sotolera is a woman. So I was excited about that. Um, this one is very light. I think commercially, it's going to do great. You're going to love it. It's sweet. I think I think ladies are going to fall in love with this because it's really like like Matt said on uh, the finish is less pronounced than some of the other sotols that I've had. Uh, I think you called it like short to medium. Yeah, I would say short, absolutely. And uh, it it grows on you though; it lengthens out. It's sneaky. Yeah, it's like it's like a good salsa. You know, you go back for more and back for more, and the heat starts to build up on your palate. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and virtually no smoke. Okay, so don't even worry about that. Uh, it's all plant. I think it's a brand of promise nominee. It's a beautiful rendition uh, of what is possible with Sotol. Congratulations to these folks, Quechol mm -hmm. Sotol. And uh, what is, I'll tell you what, join us for the second version, the, the second uh, review, because then we'll get into what Quechol really means. <laughs> so, um, but that's our take on Quechol. This is the Dazlerian Wheelery expression. All right, but stick with us. Uh, we'll be right back with the Dazlerian Texanum. And that was going to be interesting, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. But that's our take on Quechol. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. That guy sunning his buns is... Matt Metris in Rochester, New York. Matt is famous 
I, I'm telling you, he's famous. Okay, he's gonna, he's gonna. One day, he's gonna go, Mike. I'm so famous, I can't do this with you anymore because you're you're dragging down my my popularity. <laughs> uh, please, you know, subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Hit the notification bell. Give us a like. Don't forget to share if you've had this soto or if you've had soto at all. Tell us what you're doing with it. Are you making cocktails with it? Um, you know, what, what are you paying for it? Uh, have you had it before? What do you think? Tell us, leave a comment, give us a like. It helps with the, with the algorithm. Subscribe unless you're afraid of, you know, commitment. Uh, and whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.